What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. I'm your host, Stephen Word, and I support the WordPress community through my role here at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best news and community advocates to you here at Webmaster Radio. Uh, please feel free to check out the show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm slash shows slash press this, or also check us out on Spotify, just do a search for press this, catch the latest episode. Uh, for this episode, I'm pleased to introduce Mike McAllister. Uh, Mike has recently joined our team here at WP Engine over the summer, uh, but we actually want to talk more into his role as a founder of Array Themes uh, and Atomic Blocks and uh, kind of take a deeper dive into what it's like to innovate uh, in a new uh, post-Gutenberg world. Uh, so without further ado, how's it going, Mike? Very good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you. We're also joined by co-host Anthony Burchell. How's it going, Anthony? Hey, how's it going? All right. Thank you uh, for joining us today. Um, so one of our traditions here, Mike, is uh, we always like to start off by asking everybody uh, kind of their path to where they are today. Um, I know that you've uh, been in the community for a long time and had a pretty exciting journey. Uh, would you mind just sharing with our audience a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think I got started in, in WordPress like many people. I was doing, um, you know, client sites back in the, you know, static HTML days, um, the glory days. And uh, I was working for a guy who was a, a domainer, so he was buying and selling a lot of domains and um, so naturally, he just had a lot of, of bandwidth for like, work coming out all the time. So um, building all these sites, at some point, you're like, wow, this is, this is kind of nuts, just, just continually you know, generating page after page. Um, and that was about the time that WordPress was like, really starting to become more mainstream. So I sort of started tinkering with it. And once I wrapped my head around what actually was going on with it, I was like, this, this I think is the solution that I need finally. Um, so... So I started uh, building all these sites there and, and slowly um, from there, you, you kind of make the next step where it's like, 
I'm making all these sites, I could be making, you know, templates and then selling that one template, you know, hundreds or thousands of times instead of making the same, like, you know, uh, different sites each time. So then I went into the world of, of uh, you know, making uh, premium themes or, um, yeah, um, so, um, yeah, I started selling on Theme Forest. That was like blowing up at the time, it was very big um, in the community. And it was um, also pretty low key in that there wasn't a ton of authors. So I was able to get a lot of traction early just by being one of the early people on there. Um, and that really helped jumpstart um, that product career. I was able to stop doing the client work and, and really just focus on making these, these themes for sale and um, I was marrying that with my um, love for design at the time and that was also an, a unique thing it was like WordPress wasn't the prettiest thing early on so <laughs> yeah. I was like I think people were also like okay this is like a little different um, and yeah from there I started Array Themes um, it was a uh, you know Theme Forest and those marketplaces were, were good for exposure but they, they kind of crush creativity in, in some ways um, and they're just they're not um, I don't know if you want to grow you, you eventually you, you kind of go on it and, and do something else so i did um array themes uh for a few years and then ended up um here you know yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, it's actually a good journey is not unheard of here at Prestis. we actually hear this a lot right is uh people dog fooding and that's how they enter the the product world is uh you know they're basically realizing that they're doing the same thing over and over again for their client base so like why not productize that yeah make a little money on the side perhaps absolutely i think even outside of wordpress <laughs> that's how these these great products come along you're, you you do something you're creating a service for somebody and it's like wait a second this is this is broad appeal you know and sure and then you got a product yeah it's, um i love that phrase uh, necessity is the mother of all invention yeah. i think this is one of those things um so one of the things that's actually been really exciting for you uh at this upcoming year um so for uh, frequent listeners of the show we've talked about this a couple times uh, but once you're at WordCamp US, uh, Automatic has started doing uh, something they call the Automatic Design Awards. Um, so this is a uh, basically a community-nominated sort of uh, recognition for people that have done outstanding work uh, in the WordPress product space. And uh, Mike, you were uh, the receiver of one of these awards uh, in December. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Were you surprised? A, li a little bit. I mean, it was the first one, so I didn't quite know what to expect, but... Um Automatics in the past year, two years, I think they they've making a they're making a conscious effort to highlight good design. And I mean, they've they've got uh, John Maida, and um, he's a you know renowned designer and MIT professor for I so long. Just got one of his books like yeah. recently. Like, and so ago. for them to have uh, hired him onto the team and, and like really um, dedicating resources to design, I think that also underscores what they're what they're doing with Gutenberg. So. Um, it was it was a great honor to go there. I'd submitted Atomic Blocks kind of on a whim. I was just like, we'll see what happens. And being one of the the you know bigger plugins out there in the early Gutenberg world, it was like maybe we, we have a decent shot. So um, yeah, it was great. We went down to the uh, the award party, and it was, it was great to just chat with John and uh, Matt Mullenweg was, was there, and Alexis Lloyd, who was also a big part of the the design um, push over there. So. Um, yeah, it was it was really interesting, and we didn't we we were nominated. We didn't win the overall thing, but it was we were in good company for sure. Absolutely, yeah, that's that's a good one. I'm sure, that was uh, it pays off uh, or is a rewarding experience. Yeah, I'm sure. For sure. Um, so, Anthony, I know you were also at WordCamp US this year. Did you see anything else uh, in the Design Awards, or actually either either of you? Did you see anything else that you thought was just super innovative, uh, 
pushing the boundaries? Yeah. So uh, as far as the things that I noticed that, that they highlighted, the create Guten block, I think, is one of the most important things. Uh, just just because it, it allows anyone to create a yep. block, right? Like a great starting point. I've shown so many people how easy it is to create a block using that. And, and, and they just, they get it. And they, they're mm -hmm. not scared of Gutenberg after right. they see that they could create. Yeah. Uh, I thought that one was really, did you notice any themes, Mike? Well, I think it was funny because all of the entries, product entries into the um, award category was built on Create Guten Block, oh, cool. which was also nominated. So is Atomic Box Create Guten Block derived? It is. It sure oh, is. no way. Yep. I didn't know that. Oh, that's amazing. Yep. yep. It's, uh, I started that. You know, right when they released that, I, I started building on it, and it's just it's just worked out well. So we're still on it. Yep. Uh, maybe for our guests that are a little bit less familiar with what that tool is, uh, we we mentioned a few times, but uh, a man named Amato Was has created a uh, a bootstrapper product for creating uh, Gutenberg products um, or plugins. Uh, so this has basically kind of become the de facto uh, block builder inside uh, WordPress, um, and kind of in the you know the light of this uh, innovating in a in a WordPress uh, space now that we have this new editor. Um, I personally think that uh, Craig Gutenblock is is the way to go. You guys agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I, I yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, not not going anywhere. Well, there you have it. A unanimous. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of brings me into my my next question for you, Mike. Um, one thing that I've noticed uh, since WordPress 5.0 came out uh, back in December, um, I'm starting to notice that maybe a little bit of a hesitation to use this code name Gutenberg. Uh, it looks like we're just kind of maybe leaning towards calling it the WordPress 5.0 editor. And the reason I want to give you a hard time about it is uh, I know that you also have a publication uh, that keeps up with Gutenberg happenings called the Gutenberg News. Mm -hmm. um, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I've, I've also noticed the the like very subtle sort of lean away from from Gutenberg, and you know people are calling it the block editor or just the new editor, or you know there's all kinds of uh, things to do it. I think we're in a, in a in a nice little pocket where you say Gutenberg, everyone still knows what you're talking about. Terminology wise, I'm sure they will move away from it. And I think they should actually because it's agreed. It's it's a yeah. it's a term for a time period and it's not to, to encompass the future per se. Um, mm -hmm. And yes, as you know, uh, I have a gutenberg.news. Um, anticipating this early on, I actually bought a few different domain names. I have blockeditor.news and I have a few of them. <laughs> so when, when the time comes and they figure out what they're going to you know, land on, I'll, I'll, I'll do like an official switch over. Uh, we heard it first here, blockeditor.news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you're killing me, Mike, because uh, my journey is very similar to yours, except uh, I didn't take the step where I uh, would always go to the next thing, right? So you're, you're killing me because you're like, I saw the pattern, but you executed on it. <laughs> And I just I silently see the patterns and yeah. don't do anything, and then I get better. I also just have a you know, this problem with buying domain names. It's like a sickness, I think. Where yeah. it's like I need that one and that one and that one, just in case. I'm, I'm, so. I'm getting up there. It's yeah. an expensive December bill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. Um, well, very cool. Um, yeah, it's really, really, really interesting. Um, you know, uh, we got a few more minutes for you before the break, uh, so we'll probably have to break this conversation in two. Um, well, you know, I, I, one of the products that I'm most familiar with your work, uh, lesser on the array theme side, I mean, I've heard great things, but uh, I'm more familiar with uh, with your Atomic Block product. Mm -hmm. um, and I was about to explain it, but perhaps I should have you uh, maybe explain uh, what your own product does. Uh, could you just kind of give us like a real high level of uh, what Atomic Blocks is and, and why it saw the early success that it did? Yeah, I, I, I started making that as sort of a, a, you know, a proof of concept of, of blocks. I started making it early last year. and. Um, it's just a collection. I think we, we have like 11 blocks in there now. And it was like a lot of the basic things you're going to find on your website, sharing icons, maybe you want a testimonial or an author block or whatever. 
um, it was it was sort of marrying some of the elements from Array and like taking good design and popping them into a block form, which I wasn't seeing early on. It was a lot of like really rough concepts of what blocks could be. And I saw what could be possible. I was like, I have to show people, one, what it looks like, and then two, there weren't code examples at the time. So I was like, if I write these blocks and put them out there, it'll be a good stepping stone for a lot of people to start like, okay, this is how a block's made, and you know, this is intro to JSX and React, because that's obviously a big hurdle now. So um, yeah, it's a block library. Um, and um, just adds you know common elements to your site in a visually pleasing way. Yeah, and I, I've actually found a, a similar experience in in exploring the core blocks. Like I mm -hmm. can one for one copy the image block yep. and make my own brand new block. Exactly. That is kind yep. of its its own special functionality. So yeah, that's 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 awesome yeah. that you had those early examples. I've basically lived in the Gutenberg repo. Um, in, in, in the process of creating atomic it, blocks. It's, there was the only one way to learn, and that was to pick through the code because there's not any. And it changed you know, every week. Every week. Every, every single week, week I was yep. wrapping up old code. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, very cool. Uh, well, we're going to take a quick break. Um, when we get back, we'll deep, uh, deep dive further into atomic blocks with Mike. Um, but until then, quick word from our sponsors. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business -business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, and welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast. 
Uh, before the break, we've been joined by Mike McAllister, founder of Atomic Blocks and Array Themes. And um, we're talking about innovating in this new WordPress world where we have this new uh, WordPress 5.0 editor, we've decided to call it. Um, right before, we were just kind of talking about, uh, you know, how Atomic Blocks got started. Um, you know, what was the basic product description? Um, and what it sounds like is it was, uh, it was an early recognized pattern that uh, Gutenberg was going to offer, uh, open up these design and uh, product opportunities. And, and Mike, you got in on that very early. Um, it kind of uh, paved the way for, you know, a lot of common functionality. Um, looking in the forward state, um, do you anticipate more development on atomic blocks? Do, should we expect more blocks here this year? Yes, absolutely. Um, we're currently, I'm currently working on a few different blocks. Pricing table is, is one um, that we're doing. Um, and there's, you know, obviously the big, one of the big hurdles is layouts in general. I, I personally feel like a lot of layout is going to be done via blocks. So you're going to have like a framework of a theme and then layouts, um, you know, will just be controlled by blocks. And I, I think that's the way it should be. I think there's a lot more functionality that can be introduced that way and just gives, it puts the power to the user, basically. I think you're barking up the right tree. Anthony, I had a, a talk uh, probably two weeks ago about this. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the idea of nested blocks where you're using them for like format and layout mm -hmm. is going to be extremely powerful. Yep. That and also when you factor in user roles for mm -hmm. those layouts yeah. and what certain, like your editor can't touch your advertisements, but yeah. your advertisement should kind of represent the content because I think that's going to be a shift we'll start seeing is ads yep. representing the content better, not seeing a, a negative yeah. ad on something that's clearly on the opposite side of the issue. Yep. <laughs> or even like wrapper blocks, right? Like a, like a block that acts as a container and is just a logical placeholder, right? Mm -hmm. And then you put your design on, I could see a world where you're getting blocks nested three, four deep. Yeah, right? yeah and it's so, uh, pretty exciting. Creates a, a level of control we've never seen in WordPress, and I think I still don't think people quite get it. I think they think it's like a nice, you know, new designy layout things. But as Anthony was just saying, you introduce roles and and all kinds of capability uh, control. You can you can turn it into uh, any product you want. Essentially, yeah. it doesn't even have to be a website. Yeah, I've I've got some. I've actually just wrote a blog post about uh, building VR user interfaces yeah. using the Gutenberg editor. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I have to show you that. That later. would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've taken a peek at that. That's uh, that's really cool. What's the the URL for that? Uh, it's a uh, antpb.com. It's right there on the homepage. It's cool. Yeah, check that out, guys. Uh, Anthony's been up to some really cool stuff. Um, Gutenberg has been uh, the center of a lot of controversy, especially over the last year. Um, I think that uh, our perception is 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 actually been accepted better than uh, I think was maybe anticipated uh, after the 5.0 rollout. Mike, were you nervous last year? Were you were you ever worried that that this is all going to be for naught and you've wasted thousands of hours of your time? I would say there was some um, antici anticipation that it was going to be controversial um but i also knew i mean you could kind of tell early on from you know there was the conversation that was happening publicly via users and then there were the conversations that were happening in the core um slack channels that were entirely different they were speaking of it more confidently as though this was going to be the future of wordpress so i took that as like this is happening um it, they're not talking about it as though it's going to be a plugin and some like off to the side project like they want to change the future of WordPress. So I started working on atomic blocks with that in mind that this is the future and I hoped I hoped that it would be um, because I saw you know it's going to be growing pains, no doubt about it. It's not an easy thing to change the editor of a of a product that powers you know um, 
quarter of the internet. There's no easy way to do that. And there's no easy way to, to please everyone. But um, yes, I was, um, and especially, you know, at that time, like Anthony mentioned, it was changing daily, weekly. So like I'd make a block and it just all of a sudden didn't work. And I was like, oh, you know, so like hoping that it would, it would, it would smooth out and um, people would start to see the, the benefits over the, you know. Did you ever see user confidence fade away while like things would break? Because obviously it wasn't your fault. It right. was the pace at which the, pro the product was developing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see that? I did, yeah, and um, I think um, because I'd open sources from the very beginning and I had a big warning in the, in the um, description that said, you know, use at your own risk, not to be like, this is like some kind of security thing, but just like, if it breaks tomorrow, I mean, this is bleeding edge software. That's just how it works. And no warranty, no support. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like open a pull request. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, yeah, and I have seen it. Like um, Stephen mentioned, though, I, it was it was uh, welcomed much better than I thought it was going to be as well. After the launch, it was seemed anticlimactic almost. Yeah, I know. I was expecting a big to do, yeah. and uh, actually, it was it was pretty quiet that yeah. day. I was a little yeah. shocked myself. <laughs> so, how did you keep yourself motivated? Because one thing that I struggled with, uh, I was working on building a playlist block for that mm -hmm. we were going to build in corn. We ultimately decided not to include that, but yeah. every single week, every few days, <laughs> I had to change something drastically, and and I was like losing my mm -hmm. confidence, my 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 drive to even do it, and yeah. I, I can't imagine doing that with more than one block. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, you had to change five at a time, and the same thing in every one, you know. Mm -hmm. um, for me, you know, I was doing themes for so long, and I had won, wanted a lot of these features along the way. I wanted a better way to give design to people, and a better way for them to handle these things. Um, so I was really banking emotionally on like, this is the next phase for me. Like I'm hoping to stop doing themes so much and start getting into the world of blocks. So I was just like on a wing and a prayer, like I'm gonna change this stuff. I'm gonna keep changing it. I'm gonna keep updating it in the hopes that like this becomes the next thing mm -hmm. because I wanted it to. Uh, you picked another winner, Mike. Um, for the guests that uh, can't see us in this room, uh, so Mike is just in town with us today from Milwaukee, but uh, before he goes out, I think I'm going to walk him down the street and make him buy me a lottery ticket. Uh, if anybody wants in on that, feel free to drop me some numbers in the, in the comments. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, Gutenberg was, uh, you know, the or the 5.0 rollout. I'm, here I am still faux pawing that. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was anticlimactic. Um, how do you... Um, Something that was uh, kind of in my thoughts through that whole process was, uh, you know, what what happens to the page builders, mm -hmm. right? Your elementers, your beaver builders, these guys that were basically ahead of their time and doing something very, very similar. No. Um, do you see them being able to adopt? Is this uh, are they uh, Guten displaced? What's what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, great question. Yeah. Some of them have have taken a stance early on, like Beaver Builder has said they're not going down the road of Gutenberg. They're going to focus on their their power users, so to speak. And I think that. Um, it's gonna make sense for some, and for some, it's it's gonna make sense to switch over. Um, they must have a good uh, a good base of people that they're they're not so concerned about um, adopting the, the interface. I mean, we're adopters. Uh, we use them here internally. Uh, they're actually mm -hmm. local. Some of them are local here to Austin, and like yep. we're great friends. They have a great product. It's, it's just uh, you have to see the overlap and the deliverables yeah. there, and it, yep. it makes you ask. Um, but everything that I'm seeing has been going quite well for them too. Like nobody's getting fall off from this thing. Yeah, yeah. So much fear mongering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, absolutely. Well, very cool. Um, all right, so uh, you know, one of the things that I, I really wanted to focus on uh, during this innovation talk is, you know, what's in store for us next. Um, you know, a, more blocks, and it sounds like you're hitting uh, some new verticals, uh, maybe the e-commerce space for atomic blocks. 
um, you think that these niche blocks uh, are blocks the future of the plugin ecosystem, uh, or is there still going to always be a place for non-blocks? There will be. I think there's going to be some some site features, more like global site features that don't quite fit into the editor that that'll make sense for plugins. Um, but ultimately, I hope to see things move to blocks because I've found that ultimately they are the better solution to deliver um, you know content-based um, solutions and. Um, yeah, for atomic blocks, I mean, um, we're building on all kinds of things, not necessarily verticals, but like, you know, building a, a block to see how to build it, you know, because it's we're still in early phases. So like, you know, the, the pricing table uses, um, you know, nested blocks. And so that was, for, for me, it was a little experiment to say like, all right, well, if I'm going to build something with nested blocks, what kind of things you encounter along the way and, um, and um, stuff like that. But um, blocks are the future, I think. I would wear that on a t-shirt. All right, you heard it there too. Uh, <laughs> better get on the bandwagon. Um, for for people that have you know, like myself, I've uh, I I found myself getting into like a first Gutenberg project uh, probably uh, over the summer and really taking a look at it. And I personally found it pretty intimidating. Um, you know, not not because it was hard or because the the documentation wasn't great. It was just so different um, than the way that we've been doing WordPress development uh, over the last decade. Mike, do you have any? tips or words of comfort or encouragement um why what could people do how hard is it and and why should you not be scared to, to test your new bra product idea in in this new editor is it is there a case where you wouldn't want to do it hmm. i think that one of the one of the best um reasons to do it is um this is a whole new marketplace i mean a, a, a new e-commerce marketplace was created overnight in that now you can sell your your product in a block form um, new products are being created every day there's just so much new opportunity um, it is a I would say it is a higher barrier to entry because it's it's JavaScript it's react it's JSX and webpack and um, create Gutenblock helps with with some of that for sure um, but it's it's also a good opportunity I think for WordPress and people who are traditionally WordPress developers to learn some new skills and not just skills but like different design patterns and coding patterns things mm -hmm. that we borrow from the JavaScript world which are you know, um, they're they're lovely. They're they're well architected, and they're good ideas. I think that could be spread across WordPress. So I would say it's it's a good opportunity in general to just switch things up and um, learn something new. It's not it's not as scary as it seems. I yeah. would say. And the documentation on GitHub for within within the Gutenberg repository is actually mm -hmm. pretty good. You can yeah. go through every single component, and there's a readme. There's a readme has a snippet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, very cool. I think uh, it's time for us to take another quick break. We're going to dive uh, a little bit more into creating with Gutenberg box. Um, perhaps talk a little bit about future state when we get back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. 
With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing. Maria Retan, Larry Weber, Tim Ash, James and Arlene Martell, Ross Dunn, John Carcutt, Shahab Zagari, Peggy Ann Salt, Bennett Kelly, Jillian Music, and Kennedy. From SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry. Please join me in welcoming Andrew Hayford. Pleased to have Jim Lanzone. Please welcome Ariana Huffington. Please welcome Jason Kalkanis. On air, on demand, and available on every mobile device that you can imagine. This is WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back. Uh, my name is Stephen Word. You're listening to the WordPress Community Podcast, Press This, here on Webmaster Radio. Uh, we're joined here with Mike McAllister and co-host Anthony Burchell. Right before the break, we were just talking about uh, some of the barriers to entry and, uh, you know, should you be afraid of trying to innovate in a uh, post-5.0 world? Um, Mike was just explaining to us that, uh, you know, perhaps uh, it is a little bit different way of not only syntax and uh, actually writing the code, uh, perhaps there's some different thought patterns in there. Um, I couldn't agree with you more, Mike. I think that, you know, different isn't always bad. And one of the things that I've identified that's happened is we actually got this giant big shiny red reset button. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the, the core philosophies behind WordPress is, you know, this dedication to backwards compatibility and serving the 80%. Um, and I firmly believe in those concepts, but, uh, you know, they do stifle creativity sometimes, you know, it's a trade off like anything else. Uh, and I'm just invigorated right now because we actually have a uh, opportunity to uh, not have to deal with all this technical debt from the last 10 years. <laughs> um, so if that's ever been a pain point for you, uh, now, now is prime time, get in on it. Um, Mike, so I, I, the state of the word, that was that was very block-centric. And uh, one of the things that I think a lot of people were paying attention to closely was the roadmap for the upcoming year. Um, if I remember correctly, I think that uh, phase two, which is probably going to take place this year, uh, was largely focusing some of the older UI elements, uh, especially out of WordPress admin uh, menus, which I think we're going to call navigation now, yep. uh, not to kind of confuse the restaurant world. And, uh, you know, we also, I think uh, there's probably gonna be a strong push to replace uh, widgets uh, with blocks, which I think is very natural. Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of opportunities do you think we have there? I mean, it, it, it almost seems to me like you could form a product around uh, just kind of modernizing what's already there. Yeah, very much so. I think the, the, the huge opportunity there is, is marrying all these different elements of WordPress into like one screen, one screen to rule them all. You know, you can do your site layout, you can do navigation, um, customize um, global site settings, like customize your stuff. I'm hoping that that's what we're getting towards. And I think with the um, moving widgets to blocks and moving navigation to blocks, it's, it's, it's bringing all these elements from multiple places in WordPress to one screen, you know, and that's, that's a huge opportunity for us to 
like you said, it's a big reset. WordPress and open source projects like this don't often have this kind of opportunity. So, I mean, that's it's going to be a big deal. I thought it was really interesting what you pointed out about the uh, the market share increasing. Um, and that's pretty incredible too, because you know we see massive growth in our in our WordPress world, and I've always wondered when it's going to stop hockey sticking, right? Uh, I think that the, anybody who's been uh, around for a little bit probably has a similar sentiment. Not a concern, but it's back of mind. And um, yeah, this is great. I mean, it really seems like one of those opportunities where uh, perhaps if you're doing some freelance work and you're dog fooding your own product, maybe it's a good time to, to follow Mike's pathway here. <laughs> um, is there anything that concerns you? Is there anything that y you would like to see uh, maybe uh, done better where if anybody's interested in giving back to the project, maybe uh, maybe an opportunity to uh, maybe not create a product, but actually make the, the core WordPress product better? Is there anything you'd like to see there? Yeah, I do. I would like to see more. I think there's still a lot of people who are sort of lamenting and sort of, I think they're still thinking that might not happen how they want. But like the, the best thing you could do right now is to actually get involved. If you hate something so much that you're commenting all over the internet, you probably could have spent that time like at least talking to a core committer and figuring out how to like how to fix it. Or at the very least, like, like I started to do um, with Atomic Box and writing on the blog was like, I'm documenting what I'm going through, the challenges that I'm having so that other people don't have to. And it's like, here's how to deprecate a block. Here's how I figured out how to do this and this and this. Um, because like WordPress is, it's, it's a volunteer. So, um, you know, when the customizer came along, that was hard to figure out what was going on because the documentation was scarce and it was like, it's a technically complex thing. So um, you relied a lot on the resources that other people put out there. And I think that's the same thing is true with Gutenberg. We have to be putting stuff out there for other people to, to learn from. Yeah. Absolutely agree there, right? Um, you know, one of the things that comes to mind is, uh, you know, the media modal system got introduced like three, six or so. Mm -hmm. Super, super cool piece of software. Documentation's pretty thin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if anybody has ever uh, tried to work with that, it, you can pull your hair out sometimes. Um, yeah, I mean, just to, just to throw out another plug for, for Create Gutenberg, um, honestly, if without that, I might've given up. Because mm -hmm. yeah. uh, it was well documented, it, it bootstrapped everything very nicely. Um, thanks, Ahmad, if you're listening. Um, you know, I, I, what would someone do? Um, because, you know, I know that not everybody's a developer and not everybody is, you know, uh, either interested or uh, has, you know, the years of experience to jump in and, and start working with this sort of stuff. Um, if somebody, you know, is a more of a strategic individual or, or you, know, um, you know, maybe on the product side or, you know, has a great idea, uh, I was feeling a little bit lost now on how they can uh, do this. Uh, you know, how, how do they find the right people and, and how would they get started? Uh, do you have any tips or advice you could maybe give our listeners? Yeah, that's, uh, I think a lot of people are going to be in that position because like we were saying earlier, I mean, the market now is kind of opened up. Opportunities are, you know, left and right. There's so much opportunity. There are going to be people who are product strategy people. Um, but guess what? Now you can uh, open up your, the amount of people you're working with because you have a whole world of React developers to tap into now. Yeah. It's like, you know, you don't even need a WordPress developer. Go into the massive React development community and say, hey, uh, WordPress is powered by React now. I have an idea. You can you can write React. And um, I know that just the market share of people is now opened up too. So I think that's, a, that's another big opportunity. That's, that's, that's one of the biggest ones in my mind for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, th I think that's a really good point, Mike. You have to, uh, I think the, one of the challenges to the community is, is I agree. Uh, we now have the opportunity to, uh, to bring into the fold all of these really world-class uh, JavaScript developers, but I also think that we uh, we have the responsibility of convincing them it's a good idea to yeah. show up. <laughs> um, 
uh, Mike, I actually, uh, we're out of time here and uh, wow, I think we could have uh, made this a two part series. You've had a lot of good stuff to share with us today. Um, I want to thank all the listeners for listening in. Uh, hopefully you got some good tidbits on uh, how we can innovate and uh, continue to grow WordPress and your products and your businesses in a post 5.0 world. Um, I'd like to thank a special guest to my to uh, co-host, Anthony. Uh, thanks as always. Um, Mike, thank you so much for making the time. I'm glad we were able to catch you while you're in town here. Absolutely. Um, again, I'm Stephen Word. I'm uh, your host for Press This, the WordPress community podcast. Uh, please check us out on webmasterradio.fm. Uh, feel free to check us out uh, on Spotify, and uh, perhaps you can look out for some uh, iTunes coming soon. Uh, it's my understanding that's in the works. Uh, until next week, uh, thank you much, and enjoy your day. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.